I'm Christian Bush. And I'm Cindy Watts. Welcome to our podcast, 52. I turned 52 this year, believe it or not, and I am releasing 52 songs to celebrate. This podcast looks at the relationship between my 52 new songs and 52 of my most popular songs from my back catalog with plenty of stories and laughs along the way. Cindy Watts, welcome back. Thank you for having me. I know that um, it has been uh, quite a holiday break. It has been quite a holiday break. But but we're back, much like Congress. Much like Congress. And I would like to elect you. Oh, to be the speaker of your microphone. The speaker of my microphone. Well, it's I'll, different than speaker of the house and you don't have to like. I'll do my best. Make deals to make it work. Perfect. And hopefully no crazy people <laughs> break into my home. Exactly. With like hammers either. Oh yeah. That's a, well, you know, it's nutty out there. It is nutty out there. But what what's good is it's 2023, right? Mm-hmm. And as numbers go, um, the last volume of the... What did you end up calling it? You had some really fancy word. It's a layered release. Yes, a layered release. Twenty three. It's, Twenty-three. A, it's <laughs> a single album. <laughs> Twenty three. Oh, fifty two is a layered release. All layers of an, a single an album, album. Yeah, of a single album. So we're on to volume four, and um, uh, we we know the name of this album. I guess we can share that. What's up to you? Oh, well, yes. Your publicist might be angry, though, because she might you know, need to put out a press release that reveals the album name. Oh, do you? Okay. Well, I don't... I mean, it's up to you. No, no, no. Let's not do it. All right. We'll just call it volume four for now. She's such a witch. You never know what she's going to well, do. You know what? I. It's no fun if you aren't trying to guess the name of the next Star Wars movie. There you have it. But I would have never guessed Phantom Menace in a million years. I wouldn't have. Well, you know. You're looking at me like... You're such a geek. Yes, I am. No, but talk- you know what? I am a dependable geek. Oh, it's dad joke time. It's dad joke time. You knew it was okay. Yeah, you have this very distinct chair spin when you're reaching for your phone for the dad joke. It's like it's like a bend and snap. It's a yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a it's the man version of a bend and snap. Yeah. Okay, you ready? I suppose you're never ready. I just found out that my new electric toothbrush is not waterproof. I was shocked. Oh, good God. All right, go on then. <laughs> it's like you're waiting for the pitch and you decided not to swing at the pitch. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, a man was admitted to hospital after swallowing six plastic horses. His condition has been described as stable. Okay. You couldn't decide whether to laugh or burp. You just put your <laughs> hand... <laughs> Over your mouth as a full fist. <laughs> it was really funny. Well, we've already established that the microphone can hear when I scratch my nose. So if you have to make any sound at all, you have to create a barrier. All right. What's the difference between ignorance and apathy? What's that? I don't know and I don't care. <laughs> okay. There's a little word joke in there for There's you. There's a little, I do like a word. All right. On today's uh, episode, we are discussing um, a song off of volume four, which we're going to call volume four for now, um, called um, Already Yours. Which I love. I'm so glad you love the song. 
I love that. I love the song so much that I remember where and when I was the first time I heard it two years ago, um, almost to the day, actually probably two years ago to the day that you sent it to me on Ski Slope in Gatlinburg. And when I saw the title, I could still sing it back in my head. So huh. that's when you know you have something special is that when you hear the song one time, see the title two years later and immediately recall it. <laughs> like, oh, I love that. Yeah. But and, and true. Yeah. All right, and I and and today I have paired it with a uh, a song I I wrote and performed on for um, a pop band called Boys Like Girls, um, which uh, some of you, if you're listening, are saying to yourself, "Wait, what? Isn't that like some emo, like n- n- no, um, like holes on the knees of your jeans, like completely." Um, flat ball cap sideways big in Japan band and the answer is yes <laughs> it is are they bougie is that what you're saying no 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 um, but uh, the singer Martin Johnson um, had uh, come to Atlanta and um, wanted to write some songs and uh, I wrote with them and this ended up on uh, the Boys Like Girls album cool and uh Anyway, but the reason that I'm pairing these songs together is they're they're both kind of diving in completely into a, an idea, and um, already gone. Uh, already yours. I mean, already yours. Whoops, I already wrote the other one too, right? Uh, <laughs> it's been done. It's been done. Uh, already yours is a a really like. Sometimes I've felt this way and maybe you have too, or maybe somebody listening has where you're, 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 you're at the part of a relationship where you have this creepy feeling like you've known each other forever and it, it feels more true than anything else. And uh, a lot of times, um, it's surprising and, and they say it happens when you try to break it down. I know I've because I'm constantly interested in people trying to explain relationships to me. Um, I seek it out online or with my therapist or anything. And there is a moment at the beginning of your relationship where the chemicals in your body are suppressing um, your um, natural tendency to self-protect. Right? Really? Yeah. Have you not heard about this? So, no. um, it, it, it's pretty well documented that the, the hormones in your body and the chemicals in your body are, are suppressing your, um, sort of fight or flight pieces of, of, of your personality or your, your, your sort of lizard brain. And the reason it does it is so that you are vulnerable enough to bond. And it's, it's pretty powerful when it happens. And, to me, the way that I have found myself describing this feeling and then my therapist then explaining that it's kind of natural is like, you know, we would just stay up talking all night on the phone or we would, we, we stayed up and talked till the sun came up. Like, I can't even believe that happened, you know? And it, it was as, as if I knew this person forever and I, we had just met, I know we'd just met. So there's no way that I've known you this long, but it has this intrinsic feeling that I have. And if you've ever felt that way, this song is somewhat of an an exploration of that. But it, it's not even a, uh, hey, maybe this is happening. 
it's a complete commitment. It's, 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 it's already done. If this is real. Yeah. And I'm thinking this through with my adult brain, then that must mean that I was yours before we were even born. And if that's true, then, um, then all these things that I'm feeling make sense. Right. So it's by design, like the most overly romantic love song I can imagine. Right. This is like Shakespearean in its aggression, (laughs) you know, like it's, it's so committed. It has decided to, you know, dip itself completely in the sauce (laughs) of the song. Um, so let's take a minute and listen to this. And I'm going to acknowledge now that the timing of this layered release has put us in a situation where we're going to listen to these songs before anyone else gets to hear them, rather than giving you a um, an accompanying sort of podcast to listen to after the album's already been released. Yes. So this, this I, I think we knew this, but we didn't admit it to ourselves that for the next you know, 12 to 14 weeks or whatever, we're going to be listening to these songs before only here before you can hear them. So please feel free to re-listen to this podcast if you want to listen to these songs. Um, So here it is. This is uh, already yours. up on that day before your friends were going out and you gave in the same old story before you slipped on that blue dress that you hoped would turn the heads of all the guys that tried before me right before my very eyes before i even said hello before i even got to know your name i was already yours
I mean, don't we all want that? Don't we all want to think that you already are somebody's and somebody is already yours and your life is set and you just have to walk into it and you're going to be happy? Yeah, yes. But for those of us who have gone through divorce. <laughs> well, you, they, you just uh, weren't yeah, to your uh, yours yet. Uh, it was part of the journey. Yes. Right. So all the wrong turns led me to you. God bless the broken road. Right. Um, Sounds familiar. Yeah. Well, I think it's, I think it gets written in songs because it's a big old mystery because you've, it feels like it's, it's true sometimes. Um, Yeah. You know, creepily, if you remember your middle school, uh, American history and the way they walked you through, like maybe the history of Protestantism, you, there is a, a couple of branches to the, the world. I can't remember if it's Quaker uh, predestination or uh, where, where it sits in the Shaker world. I'm not sure, but there's a, a version of being Protestant mm-hmm. that, uh, that has predestination in it. Right. I just remember, uh, I remember having to study it and put it into a, a paragraph in middle school somewhere that um, there are, there are belief systems and, and, and the, the Christianity side is not the only one there. Are, there are many sure. that uh, human belief systems that have this kind of, you are, you are predestined to, to follow a particular fate. Right. And a lot of stories, human stories are that way. And, and, I guess the romantic in me wants it to be a love story. Well, yeah. Right. Um, it's just, you got to hold on long enough to find it maybe is the thing, but I think I, I love a lot of things about this song, uh, as a topic, I, but mostly I love how uh, I wrote this with Andrew Roberts and, um, just how far in we went in being detailed. Yeah. You know, this, um, it was a pretty magical co-write. I remember we were writing a bunch of stuff around that time and, um, together And this particular one, the line about the kite, like flying kites with your dad. So the, the whole song works in reverse. So it's the, the beginning of the song is now mm-hmm. and say, gosh, I was already, if this is all true, then before I met you, before you broke up with that guy and came to town before, even before that, before your prom and the breaking up with that guy. And even before that, when you were flying kites with your dad. And if you do the song math, you realize that whoever I'm talking about is younger than me because <laughs> <laughs> I was just a boy and you were just born. Right. Um, and when you do all that backwards, that little image of like, before you were flying kites with your dad and wishing one day you'd find a guy like that. I, what an a magical, weird photograph. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I, I didn't have any sisters, so I don't know. I'm just making it up in my head. You know, I don't even know what kind of consciousness you have as a girl. Do you remember um, thinking that you were going to grow up and, and, find a prince or something was it what? no sadly i think i always wanted a guitar player <laughs> oh yeah we've we've traveled this ground before <laughs> no prince was never part of my story um but i do think that 
little girls do dream of things like who their partner's going to be. And they worry about finding that person regardless of what their occupation is or what they look like. So of course, you know, little girls know what they want. Do you feel like, um, do you feel like, uh, this idea of a predest well not predestination, but you're, you're like that you have a, a match or a soulmate out there is a thing. I don't know. I think you meet people along the way that you have unexplainable connections to. I don't know what that means. Um, I, I don't know what that means, but I do know that when you find those people, it's interesting to see what happens next. Huh. It's like, what's the next thing that's going to happen? Um, I have a, I have a friend who the other day said something about, <laughs> I said something about winning the lottery and he said, or you could just fall down at McDonald's and sue them. Now, that was a joke. Weird. It was a joke. Right. Weirder, when I was in high school, I fell down at McDonald's. What? I fell down at the McDonald's in Sevierville, knocked my teeth out. No. And they paid to fix my teeth. Oh, no. Yeah. So his like random or you could fall down at McDonald's and sue them. He could never have known that like 30 years ago. Oh, it's like he read your history I, somehow. I fell by accident. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. well, maybe it is. Maybe the energy of people like somehow rubs off on each other when you're within proximity. That's a good theory. Yeah, I, 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 don't I like know. that. There's something. I think there's something. I don't know what it is, but I feel like it's more there with some people than others. And some people call it chemistry. You can call it energy. I, I'm not ready to call it soulmates or anything like that. But there's something. Hmm. Well, I'm excited for people to hear this song. I, you know, to give you a little context for this, just because I realize now, what is it, eight, nine months, ten months into this, that um, part of these po- the 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 effect of these podcasts is this is the um, these are the liner notes yeah. <laughs> for this each of the songs. This was a this is a song that I did not produce, which is uh, another interesting, different way to experience myself. <laughs> you know, like, uh, all these songs have different combinations of things I wrote, produced, you know, like uh, different pieces of it. But, uh, a man named Derek George, very, uh, uh, accomplished producer and songwriter here in Nashville, um, produced this for me. And it was, um, on the week that I, my dad passed and I had to, I didn't want to cancel this. So I couldn't produce myself. <laughs> it was just, right. even if I had wanted to or thought I could, I hadn't, I was not physically capable of doing it. I was so gripped in this upside down cake of, of grief. Cause uh, we talk about this a lot, but grief is not a, um, it is an emotional experience, but it is primarily beyond that, a physical experience you actually have to go through too. So it's like, um, uh, in your mind, if you get the flu, you have to recover in your mind. If you're um, going through chemo, like you, you go through stages, you know, with your hair and your skin and, and your you know, different things. And it takes time to get through it, right. For your body to then 
bounce back. And grief is exactly the same, even though it's talked about as an emotional experience. So I was deep in it and Derek did a great job producing that song. And, um, it reminds me that I don't have to have my hands on the wheel to, um, to, to be good. I always thought that, you know, I needed to be the producer so I could fix my mistakes. <laughs> it's like having an editor. Yeah. You know, people don't edit themselves for a reason often. Oh man. But maybe, you're, maybe that should be my new lesson for 23. Let's let other people produce it. Well, be a great producer. I mean, if you want to produce it, I don't think you need another editor, but already yours is great. Derek, he really did job. a great job. And yeah. why, one of the things I know he did that was different than me is he hired different people. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's a lot of that is, uh, Keith Urban's band. So that's Chris playing drums and, um, I think Dane's playing guitar. And so that you can, now that you hear that, you can be like, Oh, that's what all the, but it still sounds like you. Oh yeah. It totally sounds like me. Which I think is, you know, key. I love it. I do too. And I love Chris and Danny. Oh, so good. But, uh, uh, to pair this. Um, this week, I'm going to pair it with, um, a song that I co-wrote for, uh, for boys like girls. And the, the, probably the only thing, if I hadn't have told you this, you probably wouldn't have picked it out of a lineup as something that I was involved in. But, um, he, uh, uh Martin liked the, uh, the mandolin on it so much when we were writing it that he asked me to put it on there. That's awesome. So this might be the only mandolin song in the canon of emo punk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, uh, yeah, I I proudly accept that. But one of the things that I I like about this is much like um, already yours, it's very dependent on the melody. And it dives in totally into its idea. And um, there's this. Much like when I was explaining something like this creepy feeling that you have that um, you might have known somebody for years long before you've met them. There's this other strange thing that we communicate also as humans where there's a numbness that happens when you are stuck completely in the middle of something and you cannot move to the left and you cannot move to the right. And it is true. It is a it is a real feeling, and we've talked about this before. Um, my my the stance of my feet during any song is that of a wish, right? I stand with my knees bent, kind of um, to brace against what's coming, but with the intent that I'm going to walk forward into hope, right? And that's what this song sort of sits in is that weird, immovable, tied middle that we sometimes find ourselves in with the attitude of me looking forward and then a mandolin and then in the middle of an emo band. So let's, let's hear it first and then let's talk about it. All right. Um, here it is. Uh, the artist is boys like girls and this is stuck in the middle. Everybody's screaming, the walls are closing in 
I'm stuck in the middle, swimming up a stream, suffocating in between. I wake up from the dream, I'm still stuck in the middle. I guess this time I'll wait it out. So. It's funny when um, when people find out that I was a writer or even played on that song. They're like, wait, what? I can like hardly it, hear you in that song. Now. Well, it's because you know how I write. But, um, but what's fun, I think, for me is that somebody like Martin and uh, John John Tracks wrote that with us too. 
Um, he writes a bunch of Beyonce stuff, you know, that Atlanta guy. But it's the it's the things that I've learned from all these people here in Nashville about how to combine the structure of music with like stay on the emotion, stay on the don't leave it just because you're in another genre. Yeah. Don't don't use that as permission to abandon, you know, this sort of gravitational pull of of trying to really explore one moment you know this strangeness like of being tied up in the middle of your own life <laughs> you know and and how ha- ha- what can you possibly do and the only thing you can really do is imagine that it's going to get better <laughs> pray that's going to get better you pray yeah. or, uh, but i don't know i've always loved that uh that 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 they recorded that song and asked me to be on it as a player because it's the one like that little mandolin part's the one thing that might make you go, man, that sounds a little bit like an old Sugarland song. <laughs> What's it doing over here? I don't know. I I think Sugarland could have recorded that song and it would have worked. Oh, I guess you're right. I'd probably. She can do the jumps. One of the things that happens when you hear somebody like that sing that song is you're like, well, I'm not sure Christian could have hit all those notes. And just like the answer is you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, is a reminder that in my mind, I sound like Aretha Franklin. <laughs> my female singing voice in my brain can do things that my actual voice can't do. Sounds like karaoke night to me. <laughs> but, uh, this would be a good question. What's your karaoke song? Oh, no, no. Mm-mm. I'm I not have... asking you to sing. Oh, I I'm know. just saying. I don't have one. And this is something that comes up a lot. I have some friends who love to karaoke. I have spent my entire adult life with professional singers. I do not karaoke. For a little while, um, I had the same attitude. And then uh, one of my friends got me way trashed one night, really drunk. And I don't get drunk, drunk. Um, And uh, my inhibitions were down. Mm -hmm. And there's a karaoke machine around. Mm -hmm. And they were like, because inevitably, if I'm around, they want you to sing one of your own songs. Like, oh, we'll put this on and you'll be a ringer because you'll be you. Right. Right. And uh, you just forget that, you know, all those Sugarland songs are in her key <laughs> and not in my key. So I suddenly I'm a disappointment. Oh. So I've learned to find things that I'm not a disappointment in. Uh-huh. Um, so if it's a song by Prince that he sings in falsetto, mm-hmm. um, that's my song. Because, uh, no, I will not do that for you now. (laughs) This is not, we do not get paid enough on this podcast for me to uh, allow that in. But that you need, everybody needs to have a karaoke song. Yeah, no. Sorry. This will hear the Christmas fair. There you go. And that, why I did not pick that earlier. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's so good to have you back here, well, Cindy. It's, um, it's great to be back. All right. Well, until next week, um, we will we'll leave you where people can go back and listen to uh, Artie Yours. Yes. There it is. And Google this will hear the Christmas bear <laughs> in January. <laughs> and and Boys Like Girls, uh, Christian Bush. And you're going to see, like, I do not. I'm not in that band. My jeans are not that tight. Typically. <laughs> Typically. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Until next week. Bye. Bye.
Hey, everybody. Christian Bush here. Cindy Watts. And we would like to thank you for joining us for another episode of 52. If you'd like to write us with questions or comments, you can contact us at 52thepodcast at gmail.com. That is the number 52. Or by leaving us a voicemail at 803-900-5252. Also, remember, the best way to help us is to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Please and thank you. You can follow me at Christian Bush on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can follow Cindy at Cindy Watts on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook as well. Thank you for listening and please join us next week.